Good morning, and welcome to Food for Thought with Dixie Burmeister. And now, here's Dixie. It's for Saturday of March 2023. Can you believe it, Phil Emerson? Uh, no, I can't <laughs> believe it, but good morning, Dixie. Good morning. And Nakona, you made it in time. I did. Uh, no, I'm not saying that we thought you might not. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm here. At least and I'm you here. followed the speed limit. So. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I got everybody here. Well, in fact, uh, interesting story. By the way, welcome to 1100 KNZZ AM and 92.7 FM. And we're podcast, and we heard good things about our podcast, by the way. I was good. at the Palisade Chamber of Commerce Banquet last Saturday night. And yes, first thing when I walked in, heard your podcast, thought it was very interesting. Great, good. So there, good. there we go. We always like to hear that, don't good. we? Well, and, and the surprise guest, people are going, well, you've had him before, but he is a surprise guest this morning, aren't you, <laughs> Phil? Well, I was surprised to <laughs> yeah, know yeah, that I was going to be on here. Yeah. See, if, you're, if your guest is surprised, <laughs> <laughs> then there was no warning that he was coming, right? I don't mean warning, I mean... You know, sure you infor- do. You know, informing yeah. everyone around yep. here. But uh, of course, we we talked about National Canned Food Month last month, and now it's National Frozen Food Month. And by the way, also happy celery, noodle, flour, nutrition, peanut butter. See, peanut. You know, peanuts come in here every month. Uh, national. Well, it's not ho- National Hot Cross Bun Month because that's not going to be until the first week. Um, or second week of April. So uh, so scratch that one out. National Sauce Month and National Caffeine Awareness Month, which some of you might say, and I think she's had more than enough caffeine today. <laughs> because I'm aware that, uh, of caffeine. Are you? Uh, yeah, I, I need about three or four cups of coffee that's what every <laughs> morning. We're very aware. <laughs> that's right. That's what I think. And you too, my dear? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not a huge coffee drinker, but there, i got to have a little caffeine. Well, and there's little. caffeine and tea, and there's, yep. ca- you know, it depends yep. upon what you get. But um, And, you know, uh, now here we go. So we're not going to spend a lot of time on that, but you guys know how we go around here. <laughs> There has been some good things about having a cup of coffee or two yeah. in the morning. And um, I remember one time I was going to stop coffee because I had been on the road quite a bit and had such terrible coffee that, <laughs> that it was kind of getting to me. And I, and I must admit that if you drink two or three cups in the morning, when you stop it, you kind of get a headache for a few days oh yeah you found that out too yeah i I went to some people's house and and stayed at their house and it was just like after a day or two i was like i i gotta i wonder why i keep getting these headaches Uh uh and uh, we started talking and they said you know the coffee that we serve we don't serve we serve decaf coffee Oh, oh there my you go. gosh! Yeah. You know, so I went to a convenience <laughs> store and bought yes. some, you know, double shots or yeah, something, right. you know. Yeah. And I felt so much better in about fifteen minutes. <laughs> that's it, it, see, it is amazing, and maybe that's not a, a a good thing to be considered. But, no, I'm an addict. But, we all, but, uh, but I'm, I have to have my addict. coffee in the morning. But um, in in regards to coffee, you know, you see pros and cons, and pros and cons. And um, because of the caffeine, but um, sometimes the oils of the acidity can be a problem. But all in all, um, 
you will find, to prove your point that coffee's good for you, you will find some evidence when you go searching. So yeah, you know, it's, it does seem to be back and forth whether coffee is good <laughs> exactly. for you yeah. or not. It's kind of like wine. Yes. Uh, somebody oh, yes. will say wine's right. horrible for you, yeah. and the next guy says, oh, no. A glass you know, a day. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I know. Fred always says, well, what foods are in this month as opposed to what they were yeah. out before yeah. <laughs> you know so and it happens i mean definitely but there are certain things that remain constant and about nutrition and eating and um april's national nutrition month by the way but we won't but we're in march yes all right we, we yeah. are here in march and so uh you know i when i was talking about national canned food month i said well i didn't think i had many canned foods because and in reality, I don't think so still, but there were more because of tomato sauce and, and those kinds of things. But when it comes down to vegetables and uh, and meats and everything, much prefer, I've never canned meat, though, by the way. I know some people have. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of people, a lot of pioneers, so to speak, in this valley have done that, canned meat. But, um, but frozen or fresh is the way I go. Uh-huh. with vegetables and meats and as i was you know and clarence birdseye is one of my heroes because he actually credits the natives in newfoundland for this but we always say clarence discovered frozen foods or how good they could be and he was up fishing the story goes you know and who knows but it even the birdseye people that i talked to a few years ago think this is true that he was fishing up in um, Newfoundland and very cold lots of ice and snow and when they catch the fish the natives would just throw them in the snow you know well when they got ready to leave he discovered that those fish were like flash frozen which then he decided years later that that was what he would call it and he brought flash freezing which means that when you catch it or pick it and you get it frozen right away, it maintains all that freshness and, and, the, and the taste. And, and he discovered when they then cooked some of that fish over a fire and he said it was so good that he went back and he even discussed it with his wife. And that's how the idea of frozen I wonder foods, what time frame that was. 1924. I mean, oh, well, about there you 19, go. So you knew. So you, so I didn't know. Go ahead and wonder, and I hope I have the okay, answer. Okay, yeah. And then in 1929 was when he it was ready. He you know he was ready to introduce it into the stores. And with very few items, and fish being one of them, you know, meats, and then peas, frozen peas, because... I, you know, the story goes, some stories go that he and his wife, just, you know, and she was talking about the convenience of, oh, well, that would be, see, women were already looking for convenience in their cooking <laughs> back then. And and they, they picked some peas and she blanched them and they maintained that beautiful green color and they froze them and they looked so beautiful and were so good. And and that's kind of how that whole thing got started. So, everybody, and blanching is just boiling. Isn't well, it? I mean, well, you just put it in hot water, you know, real hot water. But you don't let that boil. The water, if it can be boiling, but when you throw it in, it'll cool down. And you don't want it to boil. You're not cooking it. You're just 
blanching to so it will maintain that color and that's the problem with some people when they say i don't like vegetables when they were growing up and it might be because they were overcooked i mean sometimes just blanching like those peas would be good mm. they'd be t- kind of tender crisp if you know what i'm you know you've yeah. had stuff tender crisp but uh and he had trouble then he worked with someone on um getting a freezer because if you were going to sell you had to have a method to keep those frozen right and uh and and that was a whole other segment of his career was working with those who know uh on the freezers and i also am in the know when i get a signal that tells me that you ask everyone to hold that thought because we have a great connection with Phil in regards to this, but this is what I call a teaser. You'll be so surprised. So stick with us because Nakona says, take a break. Hi, this is Larie Rath with Snyder Memorials. We are the little guys, but we do everything from designing and engraving headstones to cremation and full funeral services. We are locally owned, not part of some giant corporation like a lot of our competitors. We do not take your loved one out of town to be cremated. We have all of the amenities right here at our facility, and we honor all other funeral plans. So please give us a call and see what we can do for you. 970-242-2020. Thank you and God bless. When it comes to financial planning, most financial companies focus on your income. At Northwestern Mutual, we focus on your outcome. We know what it takes to succeed both on your balance sheet and in your life. It takes the right financial partner who looks at where you are now, where you want to go, and designs a financial plan that takes you there. Whether you're just getting started or have already achieved your financial dreams, we can help. Let's focus on your financial outcome. Give your local Grand Junction team a call at 970-248-8395 or visit our website at grandjunction.nm.com. Parenting is hard. Technology can make it harder. The family media plan developed by the American Academy of Pediatrics helps make it easier. Go to healthychildren.org forward slash media plan to create the media plan that's right for your family. Whether you make a full plan or just choose a few parts that matter the most to your family, healthychildren.org forward slash media plan is an easy to use tool that will help your family set media priorities and create healthy digital habits in line with your family's values. You'll also get practical tips to help make the plan work. And you can come back to revise your plan as often as you need to like at the beginning of each school year or during summer and holiday breaks. Raising kids in the age of screens is easier when you have a plan. Go to healthychildren.org forward slash media plan and make your plan today. We all get hit by the storms of life. I had noticed my legs were swelling and we went to Maine Medical Hospital and they said, oh, Mr. Conquest, can you get up for your MRI? And I remember pushing up off the bed, and I fell. Next thing I know, it was three weeks later, and I was paralyzed. It was a pretty low point to not be able to do the things that I love to do. PVA was there the first day. Thanks to PVA, paralyzed veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments. The benefits they've earned, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. PVA has brought me back to life. I've fallen a few times and PVA is like, get up. We just keep getting up. 
To learn more, go to pva.org today. Radio you can depend on. The news. Keeping up. Really hard. Is hard. Day-to-day things. We make it. Easy. Easy. Every single day. News Radio 1100. KNZZ. Good morning and welcome to Food for Thought with Dixie Burmeister. And now, here's Dixie. And we are back here. We're having way too much fun again and that's because, you know, I have Nakona here. Um, boy, does she know how to work those controls. <laughs> and we have Phil Emerson, owner, along with Hunter, right? Right. Your son of Quality Meats at 340 North Avenue. Look how it just flows off <laughs> my lips now. We've, we've done this before. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> Quality Meats right there at that location for how long now? Since, Since 1946. 1946. My gosh, can you believe it? And still putting the quality, the cue in quality. We, we've gone through a lot of changes. Oh, yes, you have. And, and in fact, that, that was <laughs> one, yes. one of the changes. Yes. One of the changes. Yes, yes. So um, one of the things, uh, of course, we were talking about, you know, I love to key in on some of the national uh, food foods of the month and we have uh, fresh celery noodle flour frozen food nutrition peanut hot cross bun oh no we're moving that to april national sauce month and national caffeine awareness and yes i had my caffeine this morning so i'm full of energy but when i emailed you about a um, couple things i was going to mention and talking about you as the sponsor of the show um <clears throat> Excuse me, everyone. I'm getting all choked up. Do you think? No. <laughs> I think it's allergies. But uh, I mentioned to you that it's National Frozen Food Month. And uh, and you have a lot of frozen meats there at Quality Meat. And then, as we so we got talking about that and, and why and, and, how, and the quality of that. And then all of it. So I was telling you a little bit about Clarence Birdseye, you know, who's responsible for the explosion and the creation of frozen foods. Not that there were other, you know, like the natives up there who were freezing their fish, of course. Probably for generations. Exactly. Um, but he keyed into it. And then you brought up, just out of the blue, you mentioned that your dad or your grandfather? My dad. Your dad. Had a friend named Mr. Swanson, and I'm like, oh, of course not Swanson TV dinners. How wrong was I? Well, you know, it was it was interesting. I don't know exactly how they met, uh, but um, for one, you know, it, it's kind of like Western Colorado has a connection to Frozen Food Month too, okay. uh, because uh, Mr. Swanson and my dad got together and they he, mr swanson had this great idea it was in the probably the late 50s mm-hmm. when televisions were getting to be popular sure mm-hmm. and he had this idea that gee wouldn't it be great if you could uh make a, a dinner uh-huh. that you pop in the oven before microwaves of uh-huh. course uh, and sit down and watch this thing called television um, <laughs> on something called a TV tray. Uh, and uh, uh-huh. so they were, uh, it kind of went hand in hand uh, to um, to have TV dinner. So 
he wanted my dad to supply uh, Mr. him, Mr. Swanson, with uh, the first turkeys for uh, Swanson Turkey TV dinners. Wow. And so th there was a time in western Colorado where uh, the turkey industry was a growing deal. Mm -hmm. I remember my dad driving up and down the road picking up turkeys. I don't know why rifle was uh, was such a big deal. Oh, my god! he was always driving to rifle, rifle. Uh, on the two-lane highway going through Debeck Canyon, uh -huh. you know, going to rifle and picking sure. up turkeys. But locally, too, in, in Grand Junction mm -hmm. and Florida. Wherever he could. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and raising turkeys was a big deal uh, because we... Uh, had a little poultry processing facility over here at 340 North Avenue, <laughs> way out in the country. Way out in the country uh, at uh, that time. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so there weren't very many businesses uh, on North Avenue at that point. But uh, I remember uh, being a little boy, and and they would uh, the ladies primarily mm -hmm. would be in the back room processing turkeys, and he shipped the turkeys uh, to Chicago. Uh, for um, Swanson, the first Swanson TV dinners, <laughs> and, and he did this for years. Oh my God! Um, and uh, you know, I, I suppose probably the shipping costs uh, of shipping turkeys from Grand Junction, Colorado, to Chicago, Illinois, mm. uh, was you know significant. Could, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, he could probably do it cheaper, and and it ended. Uh, it would be my guess, uh, uh -huh. but that was one of the things that uh, you know. Cuners uh, was uh, yes. in town, and, yes, they, and were, they were doing canning, and, yes, and mm -hmm. uh, so it was one of the things that Western Colorado went through. You know, kind of like the sugar beet yeah, oh, industry came and Absolutely. went, and, and uh, so now you rarely see turkeys in uh western colorado you know sure. uh, there's probably some guys raising turkeys but you know nothing, nothing significant yeah yeah no, not like it used to be i it, how interesting because um you know you say swanson tv dinner and 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 uh, like my dad would go well, of course because they were the first and uh, although every most everybody thought they were super terrific, obviously, because it became a success. And look what those first TV dinners led to. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, when I you mean, go to the grocery store ah, and you look at that section, yes, uh, there must be 20 different TV dinners, basically. They're oh, convenience and I think dinner. 20 are, you're probably very conservative. You know, so with, <laughs> with everything, you know, yes. keto diets or... Or, yeah. uh, oh. you know, sugar-free, salt-free, yeah. all the different frees that you can get. Um, but it all started by Mr. Banquet, I mean, Mr. Uh, Swanson. Right. Doing uh, Swanson TV dinners. And then there was Banquet uh, sure. doing their thing. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yes. Spinoffs from that. Yeah. You yeah. Know, the many pot other... pies, turkey pot right. pie, but chicken pot pie. There you go. I, I mean... Uh, you, you know, if you just take time, some time to just notice everything as you're walking through the frozen food section, and you will soon, if you think you're going to count, you'll soon lose count because there are so many and there's so many varieties. Take, for instance, those peas, frozen peas that 
Clarence's wife loved and helped him. I think the story goes with that idea of frozen vegetables. Um, you think of those peas. Well, you have the the real tiny peas and and the regular garden peas, and you have peas in cream sauce and peas. I, I mean, pearl onions. Pearl. I, I mean, and you just go on and on. So so as as you count that, then you see why they say there are thousands of um, frozen food items. And, uh, and, and, I mean, you can go from appetizers, desserts, breakfast, lunch, dinner, you name it. And, um, but, you know, the frozen foods are not just for retail. No. I mean, rest, oh my gosh, restaurants. That's a, oh, what would they do without it? Oh, yeah, I mean... Um, that's pri- the primary source of peas mm-hmm. um, and things for a lot of the restaurants. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and even those that really try to go local, which we love in that freshness, um, not always available. Yeah. You know, and uh, abs- absolutely, like um, in off-season, like now taking your culotte steaks, slicing them real thin, and cooking them real fast. You can stir fry them in, <laughs> I think, a minute, maybe. <laughs> that, but, and, and, with, um, and right now, I would pick up a bag of frozen stir fried vegetables that have the snow peas and all of those right. things in. And uh, you have a meal, boom. Right. You know, done in, in, no, in no time. So, uh, and, and desserts. I mean, every time I think, you go, you almost see something new in frozen foods, and you go, oh, I never thought about that. And and there you are. And look at when Clarence, back in Clarence's days, he, you know, grocery people would look at him, these little local markets, and they'd go, hmm, that's never going to make it. Well, there was a problem with having... You know, there were no freezers. Right. So then, um, and what were those things then yeah, when he came I mean, up with them? <laughs> you know, Mrs. Jones had ice boxes. Yes. Um, and, and canned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and preserved, so, like, with um, brine. And, I mean, we could go on and on. But, but you're right. Um, that was very odd. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, and uh, so when... You know, I don't know which came first, uh, the frozen vegetables or a way of keeping them frozen, uh-huh. uh, but it had to kind of go hand in hand. Right, right. Uh, there was no point in buying uh, Swanson TV dinner if you couldn't keep it frozen. Right, exactly, exactly. So a huge part of the industry, and oh my gosh. And now look, you walk in supermarkets, and, and to control their uh, electricity bills... Um, it lights up as you walk by, and then it fades away when you go when you're past that. And I'm like, the innovations keep coming and coming, and then of course the quality and the, and the taste. Like, um, well, real said he had frozen pizza last night. Uh, Ren Baron, I think, is I, I haven't had that, but but it's delicious. I mean, and there are things like you would say, oh, I would never buy that frozen and my mother is an example <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, and, and i'll tell you a little bit a little story about her when we get back in relation to frozen food and then we got to hit all the the 
varieties that you have right there at Quality Meats. So stick with us. We got the signal. We have to take a break. If I asked you this question before the 2020 election, are these voting machines secure? I would have said yes. And after the election, I would have said yes. What changed? What did you see during the software update? We've uncovered something that they're afraid of. We didn't consider the machines. These people are being selected, not elected. It's about who gets to count the vote. Do you want to know the truth? Selectioncode.com. 1100 KNZZ, dependable weather. Mostly cloudy for Saturday. Grand Junction, 48. Montrose, 44. Partly cloudy overnight, 30. Mostly sunny and breezy Sunday, 49. Partly sunny Monday, 50. This is a St. Jude moment. Braxton was diagnosed with chloride plexus carcinoma, which is a brain tumor. We have an amazing team that fights for the best outcome for Braxton. Being part of the research makes us feel like we're doing our take. So if we can put our little piece of the puzzle in it, I would do it over and over again because I don't want another family to have to go through what we're going through. Seeing the research team keep going all night makes me relieved. I was up at two o'clock in the morning and I saw a meeting going on. And I was like, oh my God, no one sleeps here? <laughs> Which is fantastic because they are literally trying to find a cure 24 hours a day. They're not willing to give up. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Miss a day. Verdict guilty. I sentence you for the term of the rest of your natural life. You missed a lot. The Biden administration sucks. News Radio 1100, KNZZ. With us for a news, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The head of the International Atomic Energy Agency has met with officials in Iran after it was revealed the country has enriched particles of uranium to nearly weapons-grade Iran claims enriching it to that level of strength was a, a mistake, but the International Atomic Energy Agency says it has its doubts. Senator James Lankford is sponsoring a bill that would prohibit the teaching of critical race theory in the U.S. Armed Forces. He says that CRT would serve as a distraction from the Armed Forces' mission and undermine military read readiness. Tom Sizemore, the Saving Private Riot actor who's Bright 1990s star burned out under the weight of his own domestic problems and drug convictions has died at the age of 61. His manager says Sizemore died at a hospital in Burbank, California on Friday. He had suffered a brain aneurysm last month. This is SRN News. We cover your world at the top and 30 minutes past the hour. Get the information as soon as possible. News Radio 1100. It's important to know what's going on. KNZZ. Good morning, and welcome to Food for Thought with Dixie Burmeister. And now, here's Dixie. And good morning. Happy Frozen Food Month. And this is our Frozen Food Day with Phil Emerson from Quality Meats at 340 North Avenue, one of our sponsors, and we thank you so much for that. Thank and, you for having me on. Well, uh, and for those and of for you... for being a sponsor oh. of your... Of your program, I mean that truly is, me? <laughs> is is an honor. I mean, thank you because we were just talking about you are. Oh pff, no, 
You're you're the <laughs> spokesperson for for food. For food, yeah. I'm the the food lady. You <laughs> are, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but thank you. But um, uh, we were uh, talking about um, the history of frozen foods and Clarence Birdseye. You know, one of my heroes. Of I course, I didn't know there was. You know, I thought Birdseye was a a cute little name it, it, it you, uh, know, you know what it, isn't it funny because it it's really a great a, a great name you, you know for promotion and advertising and everything but that was his name clarence birdseye <laughs> and it fits it yeah, fits. and yeah. you remember it you don't forget it it's not a complicated it's so unique that you remember it right and so it's great and i can just see in my mind the packages of birdseye frozen foods yeah and very colorful packages but um uh, thanks to you know eating frozen <laughs> fish that had come been thrown in the snow when caught clear up there in newfoundland and and he used to go up there i guess on frequent fishing trips he huh. was a fisherman which my dad loved because my dad was a fisherman too at heart but um and and how that all progressed from uh, like five items he finally then introduced into stores and how Mm, people were really wary of that, you know, and um, and of course a whole educational thing on thawing, you know, freezing and thawing foods like not out on the counter <laughs> and some of those things. So and the creation of freezers, right? As and now look at them, you know, uh, all all different kinds and and really fishermen like uh, up in Alaska and all the seas where they fish. They now have units where they can flash freeze them immediately, and on the ships. Uh, on the ships, and so right there is where, uh, when we put food in the freezer, as we get fresh food, and then we put it in the freezer, it's important that we don't let it. For instance, say you want to, you have, you overbought on some vegetables. I guess I'll just throw those in the freezer. Of course, some of them will need to be blanched or whatever. But you don't wait until they're looking pretty sick, <laughs> you know. And sometimes we tend to do that if we go buy in the summer a bushel of beans or something like that. And it's like, I'm going to go home and do them right away. And then something comes up and, well, I'll get to them tomorrow. Right. And, uh, well, maybe I don't get them. To well, you, you touched on the... On the uh, seafood being frozen on the, yes. on the ship. Yes, yes. And um, at Quality Meat, mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. have, we don't do any fresh fish. Mm -hmm. um, but all of it was frozen on, Flash on frozen. board. Yes. Uh, the, the different yeah. uh, ships. And one of the items is uh, an Icelandic brand uh, of cod. Mm -hmm. that we carry i have to try that cod i've tried the barramundi which i love wonderful the first of all iceland is a wonderful source of, oh, of yes. cod oh uh, yeah. right there by newfoundland mm -hmm. um and um so the the cod uh is frozen on the ships mm -hmm. and it's uh just wonderful oh it's so good for and, you. and in in some cases in a number of cases it, when you live in Grand Junction, Colorado, you are better off to buy frozen mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. fish Flash frozen. Mm -hmm. than you are buying uh, fresh because you don't know how fresh that fish is. Yeah, and, and you, you can attest to that. Once you buy some, 
that frozen fish and, and prepare it, you're going, wow, the flavor well, is it's there. It's consistent. It's consistent. There you go. Consistency is the key um, to good product. Right. I mean, uh, I bought fresh salmon and mm-hmm. kind of wish I hadn't done that. Mm-hmm. And then I bought fresh salmon and thought, gee, this is wonderful. Sure. I'm going to do that again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just, the consistency, when you live in Grand Junction, yeah. Colorado, yeah. Is, is not there. So you have salmon, you have cod, you have bear, is it? Barramundi. Barra. I always want to say barramundi. Yeah, I'm not sure which it is, but it's a, a freshwater fish from right. Australia. White fish, uh, yeah, and, and cooks quickly. And I wanted to thank you. You know, uh, maybe this isn't appropriate, but there but was a okay. gentleman that came in, uh-huh. and he said that uh, he ran a nursing home, uh-huh. Uh, and uh, that he had talked to Dixie Burmeister, <laughs> and uh, you suggested uh, uh-huh. coming to Quality Meat and getting Barra Monday. <laughs> and he came in and told me all about that conversation, and uh, he bought Barra Monday. I haven't heard from him, but this was just last week. Sure. Uh, but uh, you told him how wonderful it was, well, and good. that you needed to, he needed to buy it rather than tilapia. Yes. And, and I used to like tilapia, I mean, and I probably still do, but I prefer the barramundi. The um, but we have halibut. Halibut, another great one. Yeah, mm. and we have uh, a real good price on uh, frozen king crab legs. Oh, good. Uh, right uh, now, today? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. And, oh, I got a heck of a special right at the moment on snow crab uh leg and body meat oh uh i mean crab is going to be on the endangered species list well you know what from what we're hearing yeah yeah and so we have it um i can't even tell you the price i don't know uh, <laughs> but uh it's, you have to go in uh, and ask hunter two and a half pound packages of king of snow crab mm-hmm. uh leg and body meat and it's on sale. Okay, so you get some of that, and what do you do with it? Well, you could do uh, a steak Oscar. Okay. Uh, where you uh, cook up a steak and mm-hmm. put a couple uh, uh, of legs along with it. Mm. Uh, you could do, um, with the body meat, you could do crab um, cakes. Yes, you could. And uh, that's a wonderful deal. Absolutely, absolutely. Salads. Uh, sprinkle some of that on there uh, but there's all appetizers kind of, there's all kinds of things oh, that dips, you can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. yeah so um and do you carry scallops and shrimp yes the they're called u10 uh scallops because mm-hmm. there's less than under 10 to a pound okay so these so the, are very large uh individually quick frozen scallops that's the kind fred likes yes there, okay, there's Fred, sea you're scallops and there's, <laughs> and there's bay scallops. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah uh, we have those. Uh, uh, we have halibut. Did I say halibut? Yeah. Um, all kinds so, of stuff. So right there, and we're talking about frozen foods, right there you have uh, a variety of seafood. And you also have many other cuts of meat that are frozen. Right. That was kind of the focus of this retail store was to get restaurant quality food 
mm-hmm. to the retail public. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's really one of the big things we do is we repack frozen foods into uh, family-friendly packaging. There you go, family-friendly because uh, yeah. Yes. So nobody wants to buy right. You know, ten pounds of scallops mm-hmm. or something. They want to buy a pound of scallops, right? And uh, move along, but they want to get good scallops. Yes, that's that's and that's key. the hard part right. is trying to right. find good scallops that are um, in retail uh, packaging. And, you know, thinking about nutrition-wise, seafood is highly recommended as part of of a good, healthy diet and has been now for many, many, many years, you know. Um, And and that doesn't change. You know, there's a lot of things that are in and out. We've talked about that. Um, You know, Fred, you know, will say to me, okay, what foods are in this year and what aren't? And and it's kind of like we get sometimes carried away with that. But, um, but yeah, that has remained, you know, it, along with lots of fruits and vegetables. We all, we all, you know what, sometimes I think we know what we should do, but sometimes we get swayed, don't we? Right. <laughs> well, know? I mean, we do carry. We all, we all do. Sausage, frozen <laughs> sausages and things yes, like that. Yes. But in the real world, it's probably not as healthy as uh having some cod right um or or something in that world limited quantities you know serving size yeah and and if you're going to have uh the sausage or or the bacon you might as well have something really really good that uh, uh, the serving size will satisfy you so you don't eat the whole thing right and moderation mo- they, where did you find that word? I read it somewhere. <laughs> you did, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and then when you pick up this frozen food, uh, it's important to take care of it when you get it home. And, you know, pretty soon, uh, although even on winter days, in the car, it can get pretty hot if the sun's out. Right. It can, and we know we've got hot days coming. Although some of us have been questioning that lately, but uh, it's the wind. It's the wind <laughs> that makes us feel so cold. But taking proper care of it, and I think the frozen food industry has tried to do, you know, um, a lot as far as education on that, and and uh, of course, like extension services and food safety people uh, do not thaw on the counter thaw in the refrigerator and 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 by doing and then preparing it and not letting it sit in the refrigerator for days before you prepare it but as i'm getting that signal to take a break we have so much more to talk about and i'm getting scared and so little time. yeah and so little time so stick with us we'll be right back when selling your home, why not work with the best? Hi, I'm Dave Kimbrough with Remax 4000, and I'm blessed to be part of the Kimbrough team, one of the top 50 Remax teams in the United States. You don't make that list by only selling a few houses in between rounds of golf. To get on that list, you've got to be driven, dedicated, and be surrounded by amazing people. Last year alone, we sold over 370 homes, and we'll use that experience to make sure we get your home sold too. No doubt about it, we love selling houses. Listen, I'm not bragging, I'm just applying for a job. Hire me today. Call 263 7355. Picture your dream bathroom, sparkling, fresh, and luxurious. Now picture that new bathroom done on time and at a great price. 
Western Slope Baths offers top quality bathroom remodeling services, including tub to shower conversions, walk-in baths, and vanity and sink upgrades. Whether you're planning a full renovation or just a facelift, Western Slope Baths can help. They're licensed and insured with lifetime warranties on all their work. Get started on your dream bathroom today. Visit westernslopebaths.com. Kids across America are going to school hungry. Millions of kids every day. Hungry kids get sick more often and can struggle in school. It can be harder for them to focus and learn. But one simple thing can help change all of this for a hungry child in America. Good healthy food and the energy it brings. With help from caring people across America, no Kid Hungry is providing healthy meals and hope to hungry kids so they can build better futures. We want to ensure that all of our kids have healthy meals every day. Thank you. Thank you for helping feed our kids. To learn more about ending child hunger in America, go to helpnokidhungry.org today. Visit foodbankrockies.org WS to find out about food assistance, sign up to volunteer, or give a financial gift. Food Bank of the Rockies Western Slope works with regional hunger relief partners like Lift Up, Sharing Ministries, Inc., Community Food Bank of Grand Junction, and over 140 others to distribute food to 13 western Colorado counties, ensuring that every person on the Western Slope has enough food to thrive. For more information, go to foodbankrockies.org WS. Hi, I'm Lexi, and I'm a fan ambassador with Foster Alumni Mentors. They help people who have aged out of the system of foster care or who have been impacted by foster care or adoption. For me, it has given me that sense of family that I was lacking. They helped me get a deposit for a place. I went from being homeless to working a job making more than I ever dreamed about making. That's because of Foster Alumni Mentors. I would not be where I am without them. If you want to learn more, go to fosteralumnimentors.org. Our goal is to connect, inspire, and empower. When tickets to Croce plays Croce, March 17th at the Avalon. Go to 1100knzz.com. Good morning and welcome to Food for Thought with Dixie Burmeister. And now, here's Dixie. And here we are back talking with Phil Emerson from Quality Meats at 340 North Avenue. Uh, in regards to National Frozen Food Month, and hats off to Clarence Birdseye. Hey, hey, Clarence, way to go. <laughs> Back in in the 20s, <laughs> getting right. it started. And we've been talking about uh, the benefits um, and convenience of frozen foods, and we kind of hit upon food safety a little bit because um, sometimes, you know, um, gosh, I can remember one time... I was I was going up to uh, an office to talk about an event, and across the hall was another. I don't know if it was a law firm or what, but someone came out and said, "Hey, I wanted to ask you about uh, a recipe that they had heard or something." And we got to talking, and um, it was, um, I, you know, I, I got a chicken out, and so when I go home tonight, and they were asking me something about it, and I'm like chicken out <laughs> yeah uh, i said so thawing in the refrigerator well no i just i just put it on you know and you know and by the way i don't think um 
that frozen chicken is as good as the other. I go, well, no, it, you know, you got food poisoning potential there. You never thaw uh, on the counter. And, and you know, somebody would say, oh, well, that's ridiculous. Of course, you know how to do that. But, but you know, is it someone that's, uh, that wasn't familiar with cooking and grew up and never had any um, direction on, on using frozen foods or something? So it's, it always bears reminding everyone you should thaw in the freezer or in the refrigerator and ice and slowly. And I said, for a food safety reason and quality, but you also said more than, I mean, quality and taste comes into play in that. Right. We were discussing how, uh, you know, people will freeze a steak or a roast or mm-hmm. whatever, and mm-hmm. they say, well, now what's the best way for me to thaw this? Shall you put it out on the counter? Well, yeah, yeah I guess you can. And if if that's all you got, then you're going to have dinner tonight, and that's your dinner. I guess that's what you're going to have to do. But on the other hand, the best way to uh, thaw something or temper something is slow. Put it in the bottom, uh, the coldest part of your refrigerator, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and temper it out for a day or two. Yeah, uh, I would say never thaw on the on the counter. Uh, you have to have some. So if it's between not having dinner right. and... We'll put yeah. it in the microwave and defrost it. <laughs> I was just going to ask but, you that. But no, uh-uh. Then, then you won't have it because it's too chancy. It's, yeah. it's just really too chancy. Um, I was wondering because, you know, you put it in the fridge. Maybe maybe it was that morning. So it's in there all day uh-huh. when you get home and it's still kind of frozen. Mm-hmm. So then, I mean, here's the question. Is is putting it in warm water bad or not warm water. water bad not warm water uh and cold water okay uh, and and only if it's in a package right. like you your meat's cryovac i right. call it yeah that's right and it's so, airtight too. yeah so it's airtight um and that's why at thanksgiving the advice is if you if your turkey is still frozen and you didn't plan enough days of the turkey in the refrigerator mm-hmm. from the freezer then uh you can put it in like but but don't puncture the the pa- the wrapping the paper that's mm-hmm. around you know you that don't want the water in there. no because you don't want the water in there and then you have to change the water you don't want it to get real warm okay and, and so that's why uh, come Thanksgiving I'm always like four days out let's figure you know do you have your turkey out and in the refrigerator yeah. <laughs> but but so water's um, okay but cold yeah it, it needs to be yeah probably put yeah, it in a pot with yeah running tap water or something like that as long as it's cold yeah you don't have to have ice cold but but um cold out of the tap but and change it every like 30 minutes or so because you don't want that water to get warm so and and that bears like with your frozen steak um if it is in the right packaging you could Put it in that colder water and sometimes when you take it out and it feels frozen if you open it up and kind of ply it a little bit yeah. like a steak Breaks you'll find apart. that mm-hmm. it is just right there and so even if you just let it sit for 15 minutes it probably will be okay to to okay. go to the then grill or okay. yeah okay. but but um i would say that you just can't thaw it on the counter because yeah um, yeah yeah, yeah. leave it out all day Got yeah it. <laughs> we don't want you going to the hospital or your guests going to the hospital but the the, the more you thaw something slow mm-hmm. 
Exactly. Uh, you will have a better tasting, more flavorful uh, product. Uh, you won't get that purge. There you from, go. Okay. From when the you meat. see that juice, yeah. as you yeah. call it. Yeah, I mean, if and, you yeah, if you had two pieces of meat and mm-hmm. you thawed one out, mm-hmm. low and slow in the bottom right. of your refrigerator, mm-hmm. or you put one in yep. water, cold water, whatever, <laughs> uh, you would notice a difference in the amount of moisture, water, and that would whatever. be why your steak is seems yeah, dry. Yeah, that's your fl- that's your and, flavor. Uh, yeah. and here. You, you've you've used your hard-earned money to buy a good steak, yeah. and then... You don't want to ruin it. You no, know, you don't want to ruin it. You don't want to... Um, uh, and a lot of people, and hey, I've been there, you get home and go, forgot to take that steak yeah. out of the freezer. Yeah. You know, so that I would not defrost in the microwave. Um, right. It might be okay. I mean, I mean, if you have to, you have to, but that's that's... But otherwise, um, I would just say, okay, we're going to have eggs for dinner or yeah. something. You change like, the yeah, menu. Yeah, I'm changing the menu <laughs> because you want, and, and I've done it with, oh, you know, you could do it with some meats, like probably burger, hamburger. You could uh, put in the, it's, but still, there again, it's not going to make that juicy but hamburger. But you mentioned that chicken. Yeah. Yep. Um, that chicken is inherently a dangerous Oh, very, very, yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. yeah, Be careful of that chicken, right? And how you handle it, and how you handle it, and if you use your hand that you've handled the chicken and push down um, on the soap dispenser, remember what you have put on that soap dispenser. Yeah, wipe down everything. (laughs) So look at we went from frozen food, but really frozen food uh, safety is is important, and you need to check the temperature of your freezer at home. Yeah. Uh, because I know you always check, you, you know, you guys are always checking Constantly. it. So when you get it home, National Frozen Food Month, we have just touched the surface and we are out of time, Phil. Emerson Quality Meats. It was Street fun Farm. again. We, it, we had so much fun and we, I think, did a fair job for covering frozen mm-hmm. foods. And <laughs> when you go shopping um, and go see Phil, just go to Phil's and count all the, people wouldn't believe how many things you have in that little quality meat shop. We, Takes you back. We hear a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so have a great weekend. Um, I think you're going to have to bundle up a little bit today because that wind is pretty sharp. It's a but, little chilly. But uh, we can't, you know, forget about getting out there and getting some exercise as well. Oh, no, and it makes you feel so much better. Don't you think that um, you might see Phil out there on the golf course? I don't know because I think that's one of his main ways of with getting any luck at all. <laughs> okay. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll be back with you next Saturday. <laughs>